Good morning, everybody. It's February 1st. This is Kalishna Kitty, and I am going to be doing some podcasts. I never expected this to become, quote-unquote, religious or spiritual necessarily when I began this three years ago, um, back in March 2020, but unfortunately, that is the whole problem with this country and with the world. It is a spiritual problem that is being played out in a physical realm of tyranny. I am on Clapper, Kalisna Kitty SC. I do post on TikTok as well, but I try. I really don't like TikTok for a number of reasons, obviously. And I want to invite everybody to follow me. Now, I'm going to be talking. I've done a lot of spiritual warfare. I put a lot of personal stuff out there as well to try to drive home some of these points that I have been trying to make. And I was hoping to actually do some interviews with someone I met through a Bible study that is pretty well versed in not just the occult, but has studied ancient religions, um, Catholicism as well, um, all the Protestant religions, and then the Kabbalism of Judaism, um, read the Keys of Solomon, is actually um, a lecturer. Very, very, very interesting. I was hoping to do some interviews, but this topic is so in-depth that it's impossible if you had like eight hours to really sit down and scheduling and things like that. So he has agreed to send me some literature that he's written up, basically summarizing these things and things that I need to research, and which I already started to, and then put together my own um, podcast about it. And the reason I believe that's a good idea, too, is you shouldn't just accept something, no matter who it is, when they tell you something. You need to research it yourself. You need to go down those rabbit holes, and you need to ask yourself the questions. So, first question. We know that Judaism was around before Christianity, as well as every pagan religion you could think of, every pagan culture you could think of. And... um, they all believed in demonic entities, spirits, ghosts. They all believed in black magic, some kind of witchcraft. And yet, the church acts like this is not the case. Christianity is such a new religion. Um, I hate to say, you, know, you have to watch ancient aliens sometimes with an open mind, but with a spiritual mind. Um, so, first... I want to say this. All denominations are apostate. All denominations are of the enemy. Nowhere in the New Testament did Jesus say, go build a brick and mortar church and then set up thousands and thousands and thousands of denominations with your own teachings, your own rules. And when you don't like the people in your church and you have a fight with them, Go out and make another denomination or another church or call yourself non-denominational. And no, he never said that. And there's nowhere in the Bible ever that you're going to find that. I'm sorry. It's not in the word of God. And that's the first problem. It's apostate. The whole church is apostate. Secondly, without the conviction and knowing that there's a definite right or wrong... People are going to believe whatever they want. That is why I made a funny video about my chihuahua identifying as a Belgian Malinois. 
people cannot identify whatever they want. It's male or female. Now, homosexuality has always been around. And it was always mostly, it was associated with pagan religions. Cross-dressing was always around. Things have always been around. But never this notion of mainstream gender fluidism and the nations and cultures and civilizations that thrived based on gods that did change gender and were practicing things like we are seeing today disappeared and usually in a very horrible way. God did take judgment on them. In our own culture, as someone that studies antiques and has antique books, yes, even the Victor you can go back to George Washington days, there was lots of homosexuality. People had mistresses. People did not live godly lives. Okay, fine. But no one identified as a cat. And I hope you can understand what I'm saying. And I am trying to get this podcast done on my way to work because I woke up this morning and I was convicted by God. I had to do this. Why? Because of what I'm going to call patterns. Everything is a pattern. I've owned my own business now since 2012. I began really working for myself, basically subcontracting, basically because I couldn't find jobs as early as, you know, before that, even probably 2010 maybe. But even when I was working for, you know, a nonprofit or a hospital, wherever I was working at, there'd be patterns. Whatever the day started at is how it went. So let me give you an example of a typical pattern that I look for. Some days, like yesterday, is completely dead. I mean, we are talking nothing. No phone calls, no emails, no inquiries, nothing. Then you have days like Monday, which um, this past Monday, I was extremely busy. Not sure why. That's a pattern where I had to refer out appointments because I could not see them personally even if I even if I'd seen them I just couldn't I didn't have the time I was booked and sometimes people get very upset about that they don't book in advance um then you have a pattern like today I woke up and I had messages on my phone to check into um the boards for my work so I did And there were three messages on there that were people looking for appointments. And all three of them did not follow any of the directions they needed to do to pre-book a session with my company. Meaning they refused to go to the website, fill out the information, or they were an insurance referral, but they refused to do, they didn't do the paperwork correctly, basically online. And then they had an attitude. And it was amazing because it was all three messages. I very politely responded. We have an auto reply to that. And I got three very nasty replies back. Um, I, at that point, I have choices. I can say my particular company that I'm a subcontractor. So, and I have people that subcontract to me. It's kind of a little, it's kind of hard to explain, but one day. But basically, I can say um, at this point, because you don't follow directions, um, I cannot move forward in booking an appointment with you. However, 
you are free to um, look for other um, resources in my area and they are listed on the board but uh, my company we do not deviate the problem is there are people that do and this has become a huge issue that never was a problem several years ago meaning twofold one people follow directions if you had a referral to my practice or to one of our companies or the nonprofit I work with, there were procedures and policies that you had to follow. <laughs> and as, especially after everything went down with the scandemic and we lost our own contracts and had to start doing things a little bit differently, we had to change some things that people did not like. And some people had no problem with it. They understood it. Some people didn't. In addition, there are boards where you can bid on prospective jobs or different things. It's put in very simple terms. And there are people that break the rules or don't care about the rules, meaning that they will take appointments without someone submitting all the correct paperwork. They'll let them do it later. Those are desperate for the money. Well, that means you might not get reimbursed if it's insurance. Um, or people do the Groupons, you know, um, we call them, you know, they will lowball other people on the boards. We don't, I don't believe in Groupon. I will never Groupon. I never did in my fitness company. I walked out in my massage practice. We certainly don't do it in our nonprofit, in which we work with, um, holistic therapies, especially guided meditation and, um, other practices. Now I want to say something about guided meditation. A lot of people said, isn't that pagan? No, it's not pagan. Guided meditation is simply learning how to take a time out from yourself. And for Christians, yes, we do offer through account someone we work through. We have to have a psychologist with us anyway. Under, we work under them. But guided meditation is simply learning how to take a negative reaction to something like having a panic attack and be able to focus on something else. Or say you're battling addiction, PTSD. These are behaviors and guided meditation is more than sitting around and going ohm so for instance it could be exercise finding hobbies that take your mind off of something and then teaching yourself relaxation techniques healthy eating I'm a big believer if your body feels better that's why I'm a big believer in massage therapies <coughs> excuse me holistic medicine but this morning so I get those three you know I basically put up on the board and I send the lady I contract with that I basically run her little operation in my little locale, you can say. These people contacted me. These were the reasons why I declined. Now, she could have come back and said um, at that point, reach, did you, you know, did you send, she usually say, did you send them all the um, subsequent information? But she trusts me. I've known this woman for years and years and years and years, this company. I worked with them since 2012, so she trusts me. Um... If she looks at the name and it's someone that maybe she knew or her husband knew and she really felt like, hey, we need to see them, she will reach out to them and say, hey, I'm sorry, but we really do want to see you, but we need you to do this, this, this. And you'd be surprised, even though maybe they, they knew each other and they, there's a respect, they'll say, well, I'm busy, I'm at work, I can't, can I do it later? Um, I, I saw a different therapist and they let me do it. And, you know, no, it's a liability issue. Sorry, we can't do that. 
we never had as many people just thinking they could do whatever they want as, I'm going to say in the last two years. 2020 started a pattern. And it is not a good pattern. Let me say that. It was a demonic pattern in my mind. A very dark, demonic pattern that began. And because of that, it keeps going. So I um, go back, you know, basically, we have an auto reply. I do that. I'm getting, you know, if it's after business hours or if I'm with a client. So I put that auto reply on because I'm trying to get ready to go to work. And boom, another one. Hello. Um, this is my number. It was, it was a, you know, a referral number. And I am hoping to be able to um, set up an appointment. Um, this is, you know, I said, okay. So I send them the message. Thank you so much. Um, we really appreciate it. Please go to our website. This is what you need to fill out. And I get a message back. Um, I was told that I was in town today because the person had been to a doctor earlier, um, I guess at 8 a.m., that I could just contact you and you would be able to um, see me or get, us, get me into see somebody. Absolutely. But you need to go to this website first and fill out all this information. <laughs> and the response came back. I have limited time. Literally, that's what they wrote. I have limited time. I'm in Columbia because I was at, it was actually at um, VA, VA Hospital in Columbia. Um, would it be possible? I have, you know, I travel, I work. The usual rhetoric. And we have to come back and say, I'm sorry. We have to cover ourselves. There are things that we require if other people want to bend the rules or break the rules and maybe not get paid or face a lawsuit, which could happen, or lose that particular insurance carrier or that referral number, we don't do that. We never have. Because it's either right or wrong. And that is the problem with America. And it's a spiritual problem because there is no right or wrong. I don't know if you understand that. There is no right or wrong. So when I'm talking to this gentleman, and I like, I'm just going to call him Michael. He had a very interesting history. Um, I met him through a Bible study, and he actually has written several scholarly journals, articles, he lectures, and has a PhD, very, very educated. His father actually had studied at one time to be a Catholic priest. And realized how messed up that was. So then he became a pastor. Realized how much that was. Michael um, was brought up in a non-denominational church. Wound up getting very, very into the occult. Some of it because of the interest that he learned from his father about demons. And his father did spiritual healing, deliverance. But he took it in a different direction. Um, wound up even getting into comparative religions. Getting his PhD. Never got saved, he'll tell you that, until probably about 10 years ago when he had a very demonic experience 
and just fell to his knees and prayed to God. And when he got saved, he said his whole life changed. That was it. The, the light bulbs went off. I relate to that. And the first thing that all pagan denominations, you can call them pagan cultures, have, it was no right or wrong. It was fluid. You know, whether it was sacrificing a baby, whether it was whatever it was, they didn't have anything written down that was right or wrong, in a way. I don't know if you can understand that. Like Judaism and even Islam, but of course Christianity. Now, Judaism, most people think Judaism is the Old Testament. In Judaism, there are many, many, many books written, literatures that were known in Jesus' day and the first centuries that then became kind of hidden, just like the Gnostic Gospels were, and even religious history. You know, most people that watch Ancient Aliens don't even know some of these cultures existed. People don't realize that demons, whether it's, you know, Belial, Belial, Behemoth, Bethsemus, there's so many names, as I can't even say them all quickly, that were mentioned in many cultures before Christianity. How could that be? You know, how could, like ancient aliens say, these pyramids be built? There was technology that was around that we could not have dreamt of that these kind of pagan cultures could have come up with. Or the Egyptians, the Sumerians, the Mesopotamians. They built things that should not have been able to be built. And that is because, I believe, not ancient aliens necessarily, but they had help from demons and demonic. Now, I will say, from the research I've done, I do not believe demons are necessarily fallen angels. But it's easy to just use one big term because it just is a lot easier that way. Let's just say that. So where does that leave us as a believer? So patterns. Just like civilizations fall in patterns, things happen in patterns. This morning, it was three. It usually is. Um... Things do happen in threes, and there's a reason I believe that is the case. Most people don't realize, and I've done podcasts before, Jesus was actually born on September 11th. There was a reason 9-11 or 9 was picked to be the emergency number. There's a reason 2020 was the beginning, okay, number seven, number 40. These are patterns in the Bible, numeric patterns. So, typically, even on Monday, I'll give you a good example, which was a very busy day for me. I already was booked up before the day began. So, anything that came in, um, I had to, if I was already busy, they would get a reply and it would be sent to the person that would be the second person under me or back to my company and they would have to get them the information taken care of. But what's interesting, it's always three. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. All right? Patterns. Nothing happens that's not a pattern. And people need to see these things and recognize it. What we are seeing in this country are patterns. Every day, there's new information. Nobody knows what to believe. I hear this all the time. I, I, you know... I, I was scared to death of nuclear war, and then it goes away. I was scared to death of this disease, it goes away. That 
they are just there's a pattern to what's happening actually and it's called keep the american people so wrapped up in these crises right and actually alexander hamilton said crisis is a rallying cry of a tyrant but in reality these are demons fallen angels whatever you want to call them that are putting out all these inundative information and then they go and keep the information in a way so that only what the powers that be that they basically work for is put out. In the demonic realm, in every culture, every culture, there's hierarchies of demons. That is what they're referring to as principalities and, um, you know, wickedness in high places. There's levels. One thing you should look up is called the Keys of Solomon. Um, there's a lot of Jewish mystical writing that explains different demonic entities. And these entities not only were in Judaism, but existed in many, many cultures. It's not a coincidence, right? It's not. I don't care if it's Lilith, the Lilims. Um, you know, everything we have that we know about Judaism, the Old Testament, Christianity was put out by men and it was changed. And we don't have the full story unless you really, really, really want to delve into it. On YouTube, there is a channel called Esoterica, and the gentleman on there is a um, is Jewish, and he talks about Jewish mysticism and demons, and it's, it's fascinating. Um, there's several other ones that are out there as well, but I'll just leave it at that. First, I want to put out there, there's a reason in Catholicism, as much as they have wrong, they have some things right. They kept many of the books that other denominations did not. They believe in demonic entities. They believe in exorcisms, obviously. And they believe in books of the Apocrypha. They believe, and they have many, many, yes, the Vatican has forbidden texts. I don't know what, I don't think there's not necessarily conspiracies to this, but the biggest conspiracy is that these have to do with spiritual matters mainly, that basically men could not deal with. I mean, honestly, if people realized that demons were following them around, fallen angels were following them around, and this was the reality they faced every day, and what spiritual warfare really is, I don't think, that's why it says many people would not be saved. They could not handle what is happening in the world. When this gentleman was doing a lot of touring and talking when he first got saved. He really felt that's what God wanted to do. He had a number of awful, I'm going to say tragedies really, happen in his family. A number of things happened. And that is really what spiritual warfare is. Not, you get a blessing financially like they want to teach you on TV. He wound up stopping the lecturing and you know and when he died because here's the thing the demons were following him around wherever he was going and they did not want their information being put out now if most people thought that there were literally physical fallen angels demons whatever you want to call them following them around 
what do you think, honestly, they would do? I mean, that's like a movie, right? People would go, what? Insane. They could not handle this. They could not wrap their minds around that there are demonic, fallen angels, spirit realms, that are following you around, and their job, but they have jobs, they're, you know, they're given this job, you will follow so-and-so, because they are speaking about this, this, and this, and you will do what you have to do to try to stop them from getting, from them getting this kind of information out to the world. How scary is that? So, patterns. Most people, even in pagan cultures, magic, you know, I've seen these different things, we'll talk about patterns and numbers. It's not anything that major, but it's something, again, Christianity just doesn't want to talk about. And yet the Bible is all about patterns and numbers. Um, so I want to go back to, like I said this morning, boom, three. And these, it's not a coincidence, they were literally... It could have almost been the same person, which I know it wasn't, because we could prove that. But three people, boom, 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 all pretty much writing the same thing, having the same attitude. How is that explainable? That's what I'm asking. And that is because of patterns. There is a demon, probably a spirit person, a realm that says, okay, um... Let's see if we can get these people to compromise or me to compromise. Because I will tell you, we, you know, the company that I work with pretty much at one point, these people had many, many businesses and now pretty much have retired because after the scandemic, they would not, like myself, compromise their position. And constantly, they will tell you they are put in positions where they want you to compromise. Because once you start compromising, you'll keep doing it. And that is the problem in America. The problem in America is once you compromise a little bit, it is so easy to keep doing it until it really, I mean, that there's, there's no point. So... I'm giving warnings here, not to necessarily scare people, but to tell people that there is this spiritual realm out there that has entities and they assign these entities to people, their rulers, and they have jobs. And one of their jobs is to torment, is spiritual warfare. And yes, it can manifest in physical warfare. And what I mean is, yes, people can be physically attacked, diseases, accidents. This is right out of a movie. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This gentleman talks about when he started really lecturing and talking about these kind of spiritual things, he had three, again three, tragedies strike his family. And when I say tragedies, I'm not going to go into them because it's not my place. All right? 
but they were you were they were devastating. This is what happens when you are talking about things that these beings do not want known. Now, you might not know this. Priests and nuns have always thought it to be celibate. And they always say because Jesus was. Well, actually, there was much teaching back in Jesus' days because of the, a rabbi even at that time, a, a preacher, you know, he wasn't actually a rabbi. He didn't go to the synagogues necessarily, except when he went to the demons. He didn't have, he wasn't, what you would call, he wasn't a Pharisee, he wasn't a pseudocet, okay? But there was a lot of talk back there in the day that, and after his death, that he and Mary Magdalene might have had more of a relationship. This was something that was talked about, and those, again, kind of things were suppressed by the churches because it would take away from what is holiness. But there was a bigger reason why priests and nuns also were celibate and that had to do with demons see again it goes back to the fallen angels there are fallen angels demons that are said to be women lilith okay and she was supposed to have been adam's first wife you can go look this up now what happens is when people have, just like angels take on human form, I've made many videos about this. There are demons, fallen angels, they want to call, are capable of having sexual relations with humans. Okay, point blankly. We know that. It's in the Bible, Genesis. It's also in the book of Enoch. It's in the book of Jasher. It's in books taken out of the Bible. So, that being said, okay, that being said, what, listen to me, and really listen to what I'm about to say. They, just like it was written in the Bible about why there's so much about sexual sin, but I'll be honest, over sexual sin, lying and hypocrisy is mentioned more in the Bible, but sexual sin is such a big deal that was put out there, not necessarily because people shouldn't have have to be married or this or that or I'm not going to go into too much of those legalistic things because I'm not like that but it had to do with fallen angels and demons because if you were the wrong person what happened in the days of Noah and that is what's happening today so the priests and the nuns became celibate because there was a chance that if you were with the wrong person in that kind of respect, the offspring would be what? I guess you could say half demonic, just like a movie, okay? But it's a carte blanche, you're opening up your body, and these entities can come in and do whatever they want to do to you now. They own you because they have come into your body. This is stuff that is just not going to be talked about. But this is the kind of things that people do know. And this is things this gentleman said his father shared with him on Catholicism that people did not realize. And yes, 
did a lot wrong with Catholicism, just like the Baptists have a lot wrong. All denominations, all denominations have a lot wrong. But they have one thing that they got right. One thing they got right. And that is about the demons and exorcisms. Because yes, people can be oppressed, possessed, homes, objects, all this is 100% accurate. Even though people don't want to face it. So if you're really looking to delve into what's happening in today's world, you have to, there's no choice, delve into, I hate to say it, these um, demonic realms. You have to go back into, I hate to say it, um, what the real story is. I guess that's the best way to put it. And that means going down some dark roads that most people honestly do not have a desire to go down. And those dark roads are the spiritual battle, spiritual warfare, the real spiritual warfare, not what's put out in the church houses. So I'm going to wrap up for today. I want you to think about what I said. Um, a lot of people might just be like, oh, whatever, you know, you're shocked. Some people might not even care. But I will tell you that there are pagans, there are witches, there are people that are practicing in the occult, and they will tell you this stuff is very real. I'm going to leave you with one story. I know I say this, but I, I am going to leave you this one story for today. I have never actually seen witchcraft manifest, you know, in front of me, okay? I have seen, I've been around the occult. I have seen ceremonies. I have seen practices, but I've never seen like a bewitched kind of moment, if you know what I mean, like actual witchcraft has happened in front of me. But I will say, and this is pretty scary, I have... I believe one time saw a later repercussion. Let me explain that to you. Several years ago, this was about 2015, maybe 2016. I was actually um, doing some work with an occult store. They had, they were looking, they did Reiki and other kinds of massage. And I, it really didn't bother me because I just did my thing. I rented some, a room there and um, they were very new aging. They had people that admitted they were witches. And um, I went to a couple ceremonies because it interested me. The stuff has always interested me. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. But while there was a girl there that had been in a relationship with somebody. It's a true story. And he found out he was married. And he had been lying to her for quite some time. And she was absolutely devastated, as honestly anyone would be. And I was at a ceremony 
where her and a few other people performed what they're going to call black magic. And basically it was a death spell. I'm not kidding. They casted a spell to kill this person. And it kind of really intrigued me, but also really, it scared me. I was like, you know, I, I didn't really take it very seriously either. I didn't believe that a spell was going to, it would, honestly, anything. And they explained to me they were going to be doing this three times. There's a number three, which I thought was very interesting, you know. And after the third time of doing this ritual, the third time doing the ritual, this person would die. And I just was like, okay, whatever. I mean, I really did not believe in witchcraft. Didn't think much of it, um, honestly. Kind of forgot about it. You know, you're working, you're doing your, you're doing your stuff, right? You know, life goes on. And then about, let's say, a couple months later, I remember this was in the summer um, when we did this. It might have been around Thanksgiving or Christmas. Um, she had come in to where she worked at. And she was all into the crystals and all this stuff and did consulting and spiritual, I mean, kind of psychic stuff, I guess you could say. And um, basically said, it um, told the other person that was there that it manifested and so-and-so died. And I, I heard this. And so did actually um, the owner who did not approve. Uh, she was did practice witchcraft, but she did not approve of dark magic. And I remember there was a the girl was let go that day. She actually I don't know exactly what happened, but she stopped working there. But lo and behold, um, I looked it up. He actually did pass away. I found his obituary. I found the find a grave. Um, in an accident a very it was just an accident now is that coincidence was it witchcraft i guess it depends on how you want to view it i'm Krishna kitty i hope everybody has a blessed day